What up, what up, what up, sports heads, and welcome to another edition of Sports Talk KC. I'm one of your hosts, Cowboy. Fellas. What's up, KC and Sports Heads? League 86 on the ones and twos. Oh, you over there DJing, Lee? <laughs> nah. <laughs> you, you, you know where I was getting at. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> and uh, this is DB1492 here. I'm trying to uh, do my housekeeping things. Uh, somebody just filibustered. What you say? Somebody what? I said I have my uh, housekeeping things to go over. I said I'm having some trouble here. I said somebody filibuster, um, but I got it now. Um, if you like what you hear, sports heads, or if you're new to the podcast, consider uh, liking, subscribing, and then also if you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a five-star review and leave an actual review, and I will read it on the show. And then on Spotify, you can now uh, give five-star or just, you know, the five-star review. They don't allow you to actually write out a review as far as I know. But you can go to Sports Talk KC, do the things on uh, Spotify and uh, actually um, rate the show. And that'll help us, you know, reach more uh, listeners. So uh, that's all my housekeeping duties, I believe I have. Um, if you want to take back, take it back over, Cal. Well, let's go you ahead. You got any cars on 435, fella? Let's go ahead and just kick it off with the uh, passing of John Madden. Fellas, what are your thoughts on that? Oh man, magic! Oh, uh, Sutton news of Mr. John Madden. Um, speak for us all here. Um, just a a monumental guy when it comes to football. So much, so many things he had his hand in the pot when it comes to the NFL as a whole. Um, a coach, mentor, uh, monumental broadcaster. Like I said, I can speak for us all where we all um, coming up as children um, would be excited Christmas morning to open up those games knowing it's going to say Matt 95, Matt 96. <laughs> you know, you get my drift. So it goes way back with us younger cats, um, you know, Matt and you know, through the gaming system and the electronic, you know, entertainment um, aspect of it. Um, I mean, just just a monumental loss. You know, uh, football gods wanted wanted the original football god on earth to come in, you know, to come be with them in heaven. Um, you can't say enough about John Madden. Um, trying to make it as short and sweet as I can. So, like I said, his hand was in the pot on so much. Um with him being 85 years of age, uh, he was still to this day um, looking at film, dissecting film and things of that nature. Um, he needs no introduction, called so many Super Bowl, big Super Bowl games, big games on all television networks. Um, the last game he actually called was the Super Bowl between the Arizona Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Steelers that was on NBC. So, you know, um, just one of those things, man. Um, job well done, Mr. Madden. And, you know, um, 
can't can't say too much about about John Matt, but you know, we love you and appreciate the impact that you had on this game. Yeah, I guess just to add, you know, rest in peace, John Madden. Um, I guess my earliest memory of John Madden was actually on Monday Night Football. I don't remember the actual game, but I know it was a Cowboys game, and I remember him doing Monday Night Football on ABC there for years. And then I also remember him doing the Super Bowl between um, the Patriots and the Rams. I believe that one. We're we're here in Kansas City. It was that snowstorm that year, that ice storm actually. And uh, I remember watching that on a little portable TV at the crib. Um, and then also, like the fellas have said, the countless uh, Madden games that I played and and beaten. Um, you know, are my uh, great co-hosts here caviar to a bloody hope many of times. <laughs> On the online games, um, he has yet to get a dub on your boy. Um, but anyway, back to John Madden. But you know, just learning throughout the game was through his game. You know, learning the game, different defenses. Even though it, even though it was at a, it is at a basic level to where you know casual fans could get a concept of the game. But you know, that has spread to over you know countless of millions of people that play the game and just his impact on the game. I never, I didn't get to watch that uh, special they had on uh, Fox this past Christmas. I'm hoping that that comes to streaming services or something to where I can actually watch that um, when I have my own time to watch it. But, uh, you know, just like the rest of the guys said, you know, rest in paradise, um, condolences to the Madden family. And uh, what are your thoughts, uh, Caviar? Uh, pretty much ditto everything y'all said. Uh... Uh, once a football player, great coach, great broadcaster, uh, innovator when it comes to video gaming. Uh, the Madden game will live on forever. So, and as well as his what he left behind in broadcasting and coaching. So, his legacy thrives, even though we lost him in the physical. But uh, the man lived 86 years, uh, and just suddenly died. But uh, R.I.P. to John Madden, man. I can't say no more than what you guys have said or what anybody else had may say about John. But uh, I do have a lot of memories uh, about him growing up as far as the video gaming and uh, uh, witnessing him broadcasting. Uh, so I was I was happy I was able to do to able to see that uh, uh, when he was uh, still broadcasting. But uh, like I said, a uh, great man, great coach. Uh, you know, rest in heaven, man. Uh, condolences to his family. Yeah, and 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 just one more quick little tidbit on John Madden, the the famous uh, first down marker <laughs> that we that we're, that we seen that we see now in the current NFL that actually came from the Madden football game that was implemented to you know viewers and things of that nature. Watching, tell watching the NFL. So, you know, he kind of was the original was the originator of that first down marker that we all are accustomed to seeing um, every NFL weekend in the you know going on in the NFL. Hmm, I didn't know that. Me either. All right, so yep. I guess we're gonna transition out of that. Uh, and go on into our what week 
15 picks? Uh, yeah. Uh, we're, just deep, we're, deep, we're knee yeah, deep I, in the thick of it. Go ahead. Week, yeah, 16. Yeah, I was just going to say real quick before we get into the uh, week 16 um, recap of our um, support of our pick segment here, Sports Talk KC, just a couple of NFL quick tidbits that I wanted to put out there. Um, it is noted that all 53 active guys on the roster of the Kansas City Chiefs are out of the protocol. Um, so that's a plus plus and a thumbs up. You know, in that particular regard, as far as the COVID reserve protocol and everything of that nature, um, you had a guy that was really battling to get out of it in Kelsey. Um, he was actually clear today, you know, uh, Bucker as well. So everyone across the board, they haven't really said anything about the coaches yet, but all players are good to go. So like I said, that's big. Um, leading up into this pivotal matchup against Cincinnati this week. And also um, another little quick news about one of our coaches, um, Matt House, um, who is actually at the end of this year going to be going to transition and be the D.C. for the LSU Tigers. So congratulations to uh, Matt House, um, his family um, for taking on that for taking on that job there, down there in uh, LSU um, to be that D.C. Um, you'll be missed, Matt House. I will say this, ever since Matt House has been here, um, um, the defense, the, the, the linebacking core specifically um, has really been a upside for this team. Um, you kind of hate to see that happen with Matt House leaving, but, um, you know, it's good that he got, you know, got a championship here with us in Kansas city and, you know, hope we can find someone to fill those shoes of Matt house. If you guys did not know that, but that's all I pretty much had as far as quick NFL tidbits. I didn't know that Matt house was. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Going down. Gotcha. Well, another opportunity, I guess. Must be paying him real nice if he's gonna step down to college. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, he came from college. Um, he was the linebacker coach for, I believe, Kentucky. Um, that the Chiefs did get him from, so he's kind of dealt doubling back into that field, um, collegiately, sort of speak, but um, a real good coach, man. Um, I'm gonna say his, his. His implementation and his little design for Bolton, Hitchens, Gay, um, the others, you know, um, it's just been real big. Um, you you just hate to see that. But when you when you're having success at what you're doing and how the Chiefs defense is performing now, other people and other organizations or football programs are seeing that. So um, unfortunately, <clears throat> with our last three years of success, Matt House's unfortunately been the first one to get plucked from that uh, Andy Reid coaching tree. Since you're kind of on that, just real quick, since I guess the NFL changes uh, window period to two weeks now, and I guess the only vacancy as of right now is the Jaguars, and they haven't requested Eric B. Enemy. I'm just, I just have a quick question. Do you actually think he will get a job 
or any interviews this go around, even though I don't see that many teams firing their head coach, maybe the Bears. Um, Because I don't see any other holes. I guess the Raiders, that's one, and maybe Denver, um, you know, maybe. But the answer to your question, I I believe that Eric B. Enemy's ship has sailed on down the river. Um, I'm not going to say it's necessarily a race thing. I don't want to get all into that because Byron Leftwich has been interviewed for some vacancies and his name has been stirred up in there as well. I just think that... If it's not if it, if he if the enemy doesn't want to go to collegiately to the collegiate level, I do not think it's going to be at the NFL level. So I mean, this is not a bad job that you have. Either way it goes, being the Chiefs' offensive coordinator or whatever, you know, um, that's not a bad job either. But I, to, the answer to your question, I think his ship has sailed. But you never know. You said it. The NFL changes so rapidly. But I mean, that if I was a betting man, that's that's the way I'm rolling the dice. Cal, Cal. me me personally, I wouldn't want to go to the Jaguars. Uh, So I mean, personally, his best option is to stay here. I don't think he should rush it. Uh, He needs to go to where. He has at least a a good chance of rebuilding a franchise, not going somewhere where this has been so labeled as a bread franchise or organization. I wouldn't want to try to – I mean, it would be nice to be that guy that can resurface the franchise or organization like that, but I don't think in his best interest, especially being a minority, that that would be a good option for him. I would want to go somewhere – where I at least see some success in a, a decent culture organization to take over. Uh, that That's my opinion. I mean, uh, you want to go somewhere that works best for you and what you can do right, uh, right. to have success quick. Cause we all know it's a, a revolving door league. Um, so yeah. I wouldn't want to risk it going somewhere, especially like the Jags. Um, yeah. And, and, and I was just going to say, uh, I don't think it would be if Eric B. Enemy, uh, you, you do want to see him get that opportunity um, profoundly, but um, I don't think it would be so bad if Eric B. Enemy did get that opportunity and decide to step because I think this is a year, like Beach was saying, you're going to have some coaching vacancies. Um, if he was to leave, I think you would see a guy uh, in Kafka probably get a chance to move up into that role. Um I've heard people saying if Matt Nagy is cut loose from the Bears, he could probably turn his turn the whip around and head back to the Midwest like he once was before. Um, Matt Rule, if he doesn't stay, you know, um, where he's currently at, he's an Andy Reid, you know, disciple. So um, if he did leave, I don't think the Chiefs will be stuck or like, oh, searching for answers. I still think there's pieces out there, but yeah, the, the, the this league changes very rapidly. So who knows? But I just think the ship is sailed on B enemy. 
<laughs> only reason, and I think you kind of alluded to it, is just that he's kind of stopping that pipeline behind him if he keeps staying here. So I know that Andy Reid, um, he hasn't said it publicly, but I, I just feel that, you know, he wants, you know, Kafka could, to be in that role as OC. And, you know, you have Greg Lewis that's behind him at the uh, running backs coach. That's, I think that's the reason why he moved him there, you know, to prep him to be next in line in that pipeline as well. And so if the enemy keeps staying, he's, he's, he's backing up the, the pipeline. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. I, I, I just thought I'd throw it out there since you kind of brought that up about, you know, uh, Matt Housley. So. All right, all right, all right. All right. And as Cal originally did set the stage for – our pick segment here at Sports Talk KC. Um, and it was a wild um, week 16 in the NFL. Um, just speaking of the week 16 matchups, um, just to kind of riddle off some numbers here real quick. For the week, actually, me and Beats were tied at 10 and 6 for the week. Cal came in at 7 and 9. Um, so things really didn't change in the standings. Um, I still have a six-game lead over Beats. Um, me and him are still nick and nick. I'm at 163 and 76. He's at 157 and 82. And Cal's at 135 and 104. But um, just to kind of go over the recap of the action of Week 16, um, we had the uh, Tennessee Titans Um um, at home, handle their business. Um, on Thursday night football, Cal was the lone participant that went with Tennessee. Um, he got that game right. Me and Beats went with San Fran and Garoppolo. Um, well, let me see here. Um, New England was New England um, fell in their second go round to the Buffalo Bills. Me and Beats went with Buffalo and Ojashi to take down Mac and Bill at home. In New England, and they did just that. Um, the Colts were victorious over Arizona um, on that on that on that second Saturday double hitter. Um, I bring that up because we all went with Arizona and thought Arizona was going to do what they were supposed to do, but Arizona of uh, the Colts and Carson Wentz said no, 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 and Jonathan Taylor. They said no, no, no. Sports talk, KC. Not so fast. Um, the Rams were victorious over Minnesota. Green Bay and Discount Double Check did what they had to do at home against Cleveland in that first Saturday game. Um, let me see here. Tom Brady and uh, the Bucks did what they had to do on the road in Carolina. Cal went with Carolina in that game. Tom, me and Beach went with Tampa Bay. Um, Atlanta did their thing at home against Detroit. Kyle went with Detroit in that game. Me and Beats, me and Beats went with ATL. Um, the Jets were victorious at home. We all picked the Jags to win, but the Jets said, now nah, we're going to get y'all for picking against us. So they did what they were supposed to do. Um, Cincinnati um, did what they did. Like I was in the middle of um, just picking it back up um, into the week 16 uh, NFL action recap here at Sports Talk KC. Yeah, like I was saying, um, Cincinnati did what they had to do at home in a um, woodshed beating 
against the Baltimore Ravens handling them pretty sound. Um, and the big P, as I always like to say, did some traveling for week 16, baby. If you guys remember, I said it. Don't be surprised if the Houston Texans and Paul Wall put that big P stamp on the charges. And they did just that. That's right. The Houston Texans handled the Chargers convincingly at home. And we all picked the Chargers to win it. But as I always say, the big P is nothing to be played with when it comes this time of year. Um, The Eagles were victorious at home. Me and Beats went with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Kyle went with the Giants. Um the Bears were victorious, and it hurt for the treatment um, for them to lose at the last second like that. We all picked Seattle to get the treatment and get back on track, but the Bears said, oh, not so fast, buddy. You're going to go without the treatment another week. So um, Seattle fell, and the Bears did what they had to do. Um, Cal and Beach were, um, were lone participants in picking the Raiders to win that game um they did just that you know um got back on track you know in a pivotal afc pivotal afc west matchup i picked the broncos to win but the raiders and Derek Carr said not so fastly um so they got me on that one we all know what our chiefs were did at home against pittsburgh that needs no introduction and Dallas was victorious on Sunday night football against Washington. And to end it up, Monday night, I was the lone participant that went with Miami and Tua. Beats and Cal went with the big N-O. Tua said, oh, it's going to be N-O, all right. No, no, no. We're going to keep this. We're going to be the first team to – we're going to be the first team in NFL history to lose seven games straight and win seven games straight. So, you know, um, there you have it. That's kind of the recap here uh, for week 16 NFL action here at Sports Talk. KC. All right. Let's dive into this Steelers and Chiefs game, which they were able to win very convincingly in the last home game of the season. Patrick Mahomes went for 23 or 30, 258 yards, three TDs, and a goose egg and INT department. Uh, Williams went for 11 carries, 55 yards. Uh, we, had, we got some rushing in this game, folks. Uh, 12 carries for Gore, 43 yards. Claude Evers, Claude Evers Hilaire, nine carries, 27 yards, one TD. So it looked like it's a running back by committee in the Chiefs run game, which is great to see. Um, Brian Pringle was the leading, uh, Robert receiver with six receptions, 75 yards, two TDs. Uh, and Gore right behind him with three uh, three uh, rushing uh, – hey, sorry, uh, three receiving yards, 61 yards. And Harmon had three with uh, 31 yards, one TD. Uh, in the defense department, Charverius Ward did get an INT. We had two sacks from Wharton and one from Frank Clark. Like I said, this was a very convincing game. Uh, the Chiefs went out on display offensively and defensively. For a 36 win to 10 over the Steelers. What you got on it, guys? Back to back to back to back to back to back. Six time 
AFC West champs. Okay? <laughs> you know, um, this game against Pittsburgh, um, it was really good to see because it showed this team could win another way, the unthinkable way how people have materialized this team. Didn't have tra- didn't have Kelsey Mahomes arguably security blanket. Did this and like how you how how you just explained, Cal, the 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 out the output that they had on offense without Kelsey. I know me and Beats have spoke about it going into this game. We were excited to see how this offense would roll without TK. Um and it didn't it did not miss a beat. Um, you know, it was just good to see, man. You know, um Tyreek Hill only had two receptions for 20 yards in this game. So it was like he wasn't really even there at all either. So this team won in a way that people did not think that they could win. And that's kind of been the remedy for this season. This team has not been winning by the likes of what everyone has materialized them by. They're winning by the culture and the DNA within the Kansas City Chiefs organization. Hands down, six-time AFC West champs put the stamp on it. Um, We'll clean up the mess from the Chargers that allowed us to get to that. We'll let them deal with that while we celebrate with our hats and T-shirts, but we have bigger fish to fry. Um, you know, I was interested to see Gore. I said this leading up to the game. I felt his running style would be the aggressive type of style that would really put Pittsburgh on their backs. And they really use Gore a lot in the running game. You've seen him with some of those with some of those 10-yard rushes and stuff like that. That was real good to see. Um, it was one play where Patrick Mahomes caught him coming out the backfield for like a hard game. Um, that was good to see as well. Uh, it needs no introduction. What more can you say? You know, um, and the thing about this people really did not pay attention to was that she's really been off a, a mini bye week before this game. They had 10 days to risk. And so you know what for that is with Andy Reid. You give him time to study you, he's going he's gonna to come out and perform on you. Kudos, man. We're AFC West camps, have bigger fish to fry. We, we know what's in front of us and I'm just glad that the Chiefs came out and really shined and looked that well against a feisty in a uh, against a feisty and tough Pittsburgh team that you could not overlook. And to do them guys like that and Mike Tomlin, who are very well coached, hats off to this Chiefs brass. It's getting scary, y'all. Yeah, just to piggyback off of that, um, I, I guess I'm more surprised that how this offense. Actually, look how I guess me and Cal would say we would like this team to be, which is balanced because Ed only threw the ball 30 times and they ran the ball 33 times, even though um, 
you know, Clyde uh, had a uh, shoulder injury where with some swelling. It's a good thing for him that it wasn't broken collarbone. Um, so that should be a week-to-week thing. Um, but guys stepped up, including Gore and Williams. Even though I, I still would like a, um, a, um, I guess what's the word, an upgrade at the running back position because there were several holes that the offensive line opened up against Pittsburgh. That shit was wide at 435, and just the acceleration or just the vision of the running backs. It was like the acceleration was, wasn't fast enough to get through the hole to where they can bust it or, you know, a, like a Jonathan, like, like a Jonathan Taylor type run when you take it to the house or Jamal Charles take it to the house type speed. But the holes were there. Um, and then as far as Patrick Mahomes just taking what the defense gives them, you know, throwing to 10 different guys, hitting nine of them. Um, I would say, because like you mentioned, uh, Tyreek Hill only had two catches for 19 yards. Um, you can tell he wasn't really in the game plan. They just used him on that first and second drop. Then he was pretty much out of the game at that point. Where's he at? Um, you know, they spread the ball around, you know, schemed up some some things for some other guys, and Pat hit the open guy. It actually, The offense, to me, actually looked better without both of them, to be honest with you, because it wasn't relying on both of them for every every down it, it was getting other people involved in the game and getting them in game in the game early and engaged to where you know they mm-hmm. can be throughout the game and not just you know trying to clear things out for Kelsey and Hill um, I would just like to see that with those guys coming back letting their roles kind of diminish just a little bit yeah you know they're the two superstars but you know let these other guys like Pringle or Hardman uh, Noah Gray, you know, I've seen a couple of things where they used him uh, like they did in college with those quick comeback routes just to get a couple first downs. So, um, overall, this overall good game on the offense, defense, uh, you know, they kept doing the thing, getting pressed, big being early in the game, um, causing fumbles, interceptions, um, you know, like I said, in the pregame, um, the Steelers like to run those slow, <laughs> developing outside zone plays, stretch plays to Najee Harris and um, Melvin Gordon, um, Chris Jones, um, Frank Clark, and Willie Gay was, you know, in hot pursuit on each side to where they weren't really getting anything going. And then they took them out towards the third quarter, and that's when they got their yards in garbage time, you know, against the second and third string. But overall, good off, good game from this team, man. I was really, uh, really surprised by that, so – um, and you yeah. said, buddy, back there, okay? And then, uh, you know, um, yeah. So, I mean, overall, good. I just like to see this stuff going forward, um, honestly. Well, me personally, I don't have much on the game because I had to actually uh, work that evening. Uh, I did catch the highlights, and the highlights looked great from what I could see. I mean, it was a lot of things that the Chiefs were able to do against that Steeler defense, keep them off kilter. Uh, a lot of uh, Pat uh, being able to check it down. And uh, I remember we mentioned on the last podcast about him using uh, the running backs more in the passing game, which they were able to do multiple times in that game. Uh, the defense looked great, uh, keeping uh, Ben uh, Roethlisberger on his toes and things of that nature. Like I said, I don't really have too much on it because I was not able to watch it. Uh, yeah. But, uh, go ahead. 
Yeah, I was just going to say uh, Beats kind of alluded to it just real quick. I'm just going to want to double back on it. I felt it was a it was a swagger letting your nuts hang type of moment. And it was on a fourth and one where Pittsburgh tried to gain some momentum. And like Beats was talking about those ex- those long stretch out running plays that they try to do to uh, Najee Harris. And, man, they went for it on that fourth and one. And, I mean, Melvin Ingram was just all over it. I'm talking about he he knew it was going to be one of them stretch run plays. And that play went for a four-yard loss. Turn the ball over on downs. The arrow was going to the Chiefs' favor. That was I'm letting my nuts hang. Y'all not about to smell no type of momentum in this ball game. Y'all in our house. Doing our final home game of this 2021 campaign, I'm going to let them hang on you. That was really grabbing the jugular from the Pittsburgh Steelers in that moment. And a kudos real quick. I give, I tell you guys all the time, I give credit when credit is due. But for Elliot Fry to come, the kicker that replaced Harrison Bucker that was not available for this game, I know he missed an extra point. In a field goal attempt in this game, but the 46 yard, or I believe it's a 45 yard field goal he hit that was in the win to give the Chiefs a 17 nothing lead. That was big. Um, and for him to just come in and be consistent with his kicks, um, on a short week, short notice, um, that could not be overlooked as well. He boomed some kicks through the end zone. He kind of scared me on one where one almost went out and, you know, with a, a 40. But other than that, the guy, uh, Elliot Fry, had a real good game on a short week's notice to come in here and kick for Bucker, who was not available in that game. I just wanted to touch up on that a little bit. But overall, great win for these uh, six-time division champion, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Damn, that feels so good to say that. Yeah, that was a good point by bringing up the special teams because that was pretty big. He had some big <laughs> in that game um, as far as field goes. So, yeah, kudos to him. And, and the, uh, Tommy Townsend's uh, brother that came in and punted as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, kudos mm-hmm. to him. Too. All right, all right, all right. You guys got anything else on this game? Nope. I guess we'll go into the week 18 picks. All right, all right, all right. Week 17 matchups uh, for the week, NFL. I'm, yeah, it's I'm, week, I'm off here. Okay. Now, nah, you're all right. You're all right. You're all right. Week 17 matchups, uh, pick segment here for Sports Talk KC. Um, things still do remain tight. So um, we shall see. Um, starting things off, we do not have no Thursday night games no more this year. So um, everything will be kicking off Sunday. I'm going to start it off with Atlanta at Buffalo. I'm going to go with the Bills in this game. Do you guys concur with that? Or give me Bills Mafia. Okay. Cal, you concur with that? Yep. All right, all right. We're all going to go with Bills Mafia to keep their keep their pace rolling in the, in the, in the tight AFC conference. The Eagles going to Washington football team 
to face off to for the Eagles to try to keep their playoff hopes alive. Cal, where are you going in this ball game? Man, the Washington football team is the locker room is disgruntled right now. I mean, I know they try to smooth it over there in the press conference, but I'm gonna have to go ahead and take the Eagles on this one. I agree with you too. Beats. Fly, Eagles, fly. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty that that'd be pretty that'd be that's a good, you know, that's a good storyline. You know, the, the Eagles started off, you know, kind of rolling earlier in the year. We went in and thumped them. And they kind of fell off after we thumped them, but they they're kind of gaining their ground back. That's good to see with Jalen Hurts. So we all think that the Eagles will fly, 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 like B said, and continue their chase to make it into the tournament to possibly play for a Super Bowl. Next up, we have Trevor Lawrence and the Jags traveling to New England to face off against Mac Jones and Bill Belichick in this feisty Patriots defense. Will the big P step somewhere down in week 17? Who knows? But I'm going to go with New England. But don't be surprised, gentlemen. Do not be surprised. But I'm going to go with New England in this ball game. What you got, Beats? Yeah, I'm going with New England, too. Hopefully, uh, Bill and Josh can get uh, Mac Jones back on track. It looks like they lost a little bit, a little bit of confidence in him, you know, to make some big plays here and there. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with the Patriots. Same. All right, we all think that New England will stay on track and possibly not lose two straight home games, but. Who knows? Trevor Lawrence might say, hey, let me get in on this spoiler action. (laughs) But this is a big one here right now um, coming up. We have the Miami Dolphins traveling to the Music City, Tennessee, to face off against the Titans in a pivotal, pivotal AFC matchup. I'm going to go with Miami in this ball game. I think Miami has the defense. Their defense is nice. And I their offense is kind of stagnant at times, but something tells me. Not just hoping that Miami beats them for the Chiefs' reasons, but something tells me Miami in this ball game. What you got, Beats? Yeah, I'm with you there, fella. And my reasons are for the are for the Chiefs, actually. Um, but also, oh, I also believe that uh, San Fran should have beat Tennessee if uh, Jimmy G pulled his head out of his ass and stopped throwing picks, yeah. you know, in yeah. crucial situations when you're inside opponent's territory. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going with you um, with the big OP and in, in the uh, MIA. So, yeah, I'm going with the Dolphins in this game. Ooh. Cal, where are you going? Hmm. Man, pick your Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, I'm gonna stick with them, man. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick with the Titans, man. I mean, Miami. Uh, I'm gonna just stick with the Titans. You guys may be right though. I'm losing this season anyway. <laughs> Buddy, you're pretty much. You're pretty much in the yeah. dump. So you're pretty much in the dumps yeah. of it when it comes to this. So and I can just pull picks out of my ass at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 
you know, um, Beats made a good point um, talking about Tennessee. I do felt that they were handed a dub on a silver platter with the inefficiencies of Jimmy G that night. Um, they really should have lost that ball game. Um, I just think that you have a defense that's going to hit Ryan Tannehill in the mouth and knows how to get pressure on him. And without a Derek, the likings of a Derrick Henry, I just I, – hey, I just think Miami. But um, I'm not going to do our game yet. Moving it on along, I'm going to go with the Giants going to Chicago to take on the Bears. Where are you going, Cal? I'm going to go with the Bears, man. Saying, what you think, Beats? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bears. The Bears. All right, all right. Moving it on along, we have Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to the Big Easy to take on the Jets. I'm going to go with the reigning champs and Tom Brady. Guys concur with Beach concur with that? I concur. Cal? I'm on, I'm on the boat with you. All right. But the Jets can say, hey. The Saints, the Saints shut Tom Brady out. Goose egged him. We can get in on this big P action too. I would love to see that. I really would. But who knows? Uh, yeah, you know. Um, but we shall see. That big P likes to travel. So don't be surprised, fella. I'm making the asterisk by these games where I'm saying that big P could possibly travel. So you you never know. This is a good one here, too. We have the Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Indianapolis, possibly without the services of Carson Wentz that just a day ago entered the COVID, um, the, the, the COVID protocol mm-hmm. with the NFL. Um, I'm still going to go with the Colts in this ball game. You agree, Beats? Yeah. yeah, give me the Colts. Yeah, it's still early in the week. Carson Wentz may possibly still play. I'm going a, I'm to a go with the coach, too. All right, all right, all right. I just feel that the Raiders should have lost last week to Denver. It was due to some silliness by Drew Locke that kept them alive. But the Raiders do control their own destiny. I will put that out there. They are not – they are in a better position than the Chargers. So uh, the Chargers have to get help you know, plus win out. The Raiders don't have to look for help from anyone. They can win these last two games and be competing in the tournament come playoff time. So who knows? But I I, I just think that defense is too amped up. J- JT is too much of a beast for the Vegas Raiders. We're all going to go with the Colts in that uh, game. Next up, we have the L.A. Rams traveling to Baltimore to possibly face off against the Ravens with Lamar. He came back to practice today on a limited basis. That does not mean much to me at all. I'm still going to go with the Rams on the road in Baltimore. You agree with that, Cal? Yeah, I agree with you, man. Baltimore has been figured out for a while now. Uh, So I'm with you, man. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams. Beats? Yeah, give me the Rams. (laughs) <laughs> we're God, all you up there laughing like that. <laughs> I just said, you know, because I, I mean, 
with Lamar Jackson, I mean, I. I don't see it. So we're all in agreement that the Rams will continue to remain hot um, and try to fight for that, still fight for that number one seed. I think it's still in play for the Rams. And with, so, and with and before we move on, because I know we all got our feelings when it comes to Jackson, but he just he just proved that he's one dimensional. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he's not a quarterback, and he's going to be rusty when he comes back. He's going to be rusty. I don't Speaking care what no one him. says. Speaking on that real quick with uh Cal just said as far as he's just one dimensional, he can't throw the ball. It shows that at some in some spurts when the backup is in there, depending on if it's that Huntley guy or Rutley guy or whatever his last name, and then the, the guy that played this past week, uh Johnson, uh he had them early in the game with Cincinnati. He had them to where he was, you know throwing them darts to where the offense was moving a little bit more mm-hmm. and hitting those receivers with both of those backups than with Lamar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's interesting to see, but I just think all that is storylines facing the Rams, that none of that matters, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, moving it all on along, we have the Houston Texans traveling to the Bay to take on the 49ers. I do think that the 49ers get back on track. Um, the Texas Super Bowl was probably last week against the Chargers. They did that. So come back down to earth a little bit. I'm going to go with Jimmy G and the – well, possibly. I don't think Jimmy G will be the quarterback with his thumb issue and things of that nature. But still, I'm going to take the 49ers at home. You agree with that, Beach? Oh, yeah. Give me uh, the Niners. Cal, I'm gonna throw a big P in this game. I'm gonna take the. Uh, <laughs> this nigga don't even know their name. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought I was gonna say something else, but no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take the uh, Texas to keep keep wow. moving with the big P traveling to the big traveling to the Bay Area, huh? I, I'm stamping it because the 49ers has been very inconsistent, so mm, I'm gonna stamp hey. it. Hey, what do I got to lose? What do I got to lose for this? Hey, nothing too much. Just nothing. (laughs) They already kicked in my house and ate all my snacks and food. I have nothing else. Just scrape, scrape, scrape your rotel pot and everything. I couldn't even scrape nothing out the pot. It's all gone. I have nothing left. Hey. Hey, that big P has been traveling and been traveling mighty late in the season. So I can't fault you. Houston shocked the hell out of me by doing the charges like that. So who knows? But uh, moving it on along, uh, AFC West uh, matchup that's very important. We have the Denver Broncos going to L.A. to face off against the Chargers, which I think the loser of this game is out of playoff contention and I do believe Drew Locke will be at QB1 and at the helm for this game with that being said I'm going to go with Herbie Herbie 10 10 10 I'm going to go with the Chargers where are you going uh, Beats yeah I'm with you I'm going with the Chargers yep Chargers alright 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 to the flip your hamburger bun game. We have the Carolina Panthers traveling to New Orleans to face off against the 
Saints. Where are you going? Where are you rolling with in this game, Cal? I mean, Beats. Give me Carolina. Well, you going with Carolina? Mm-hmm. Mm, Cal? Uh, I'm going to go with New Orleans, man. I mean, Cam, I just think he's – I mean, I know he was saying he's back, but he's done. Um <laughs> I hate to say it because I be I really was pulling for Cam, but uh, I think his mind is not really on football anymore. I think he has so many other avenues that he's he's undelved in and prospering from. So I, I just think this is the end of the road for Cam. So I'm gonna take New Orleans. I'll put it on Peyton. Yeah, and with that being said, uh, with you saying that, I do think that. It is the end of the road for because because Cam was kind of questioning himself in his presser after the beat down against Tampa Bay um, where, where he was considering asking himself, is he good enough? With that being I'm, with that being said, he's creating that chip on his shoulder to create this last hurrah. And I think that last hurrah will come Sunday against the Saints. I'm with Beats. I'm going to go with Carolina. In this ball game, I just think New Orleans does not have no offense at all. You shut Kamara down, they're uncertain at quarterback. The Notre Dame kid, Book or something like that, right. is not it. You know, um, yeah, I do think that this is Mr. I'm back slash hooray um, in the Big Easy. So, yeah, I'm with Beats on that. I'm going to go with Carolina. Cal going to go with New Orleans. Moving it on along, we have the Detroit Lions traveling to the deserts of Seattle because we call it a desert because he hasn't been treatment. He hasn't had any treatment, so it's the desert of Seattle. Will he, will he get the track this week, Cal? Will he get the treatment this week in Seattle? And, and speaking of treatment, she's she's been on Instagram uh Enticing everyone here as of late. Yeah, I uh, seen that. <laughs> so she she's needing to do a treatment, from what I could see. Uh, uh, it just sucks for Russell Wilson. I, I don't. It's Detroit, so I'm going to pick Seattle. But if, if uh, Seattle wins, it's not going to be in a you know a big win because it's it's Detroit. But uh, let me ask you guys a question: Do you feel that? Uh, he will be there in Seattle because isn't an extension time for him right now? No, he's not going to be in Seattle after this year. No, he's going to go to the Saints, Denver, or somewhere. No, the answer Ooh. to your question, this is the end of the line for him in Seattle. Um, me personally, and I'm going to go with him. I'm going to go with Seattle. I mean, in this ball game as well. But yeah, I think he's. I think Russ is done in Seattle. Beats. Yeah, I think the big OP is about to show up. There would not be no given out. Okay. I'm going with Detroit. Who that? What up, though? Uh, I'm going with the Lions. Yeah, he could be right though, because I mean Seattle's depleted. I mean he could be right. Yeah, very much good. Very much good. I just think that Seattle was so close to getting back onto the table for their treatment last week. And, 
Matt Nagy and the Bears pulled something out their ass, but Beats could very well be right in this game. That's a very good one. Um, yeah, hey, bit like I said, hey, big pre big P is looking to give out some presents too. So hey, I will not be surprised. Beats going with Detroit. Me and Cal saying Russell will get back on that table for the treatment. Moving it on along, we have Arizona traveling to Jerry's world to take on the Cowboys in a very, very big NFC matchup. Dallas, where are you going, Cal? Yeah, I hate to pick them, but yeah, I I have to agree with you, man. Beats? Yeah, the Arizona Cardinals are fucking frogs, man. I'm going with the Cowboys. <laughs> What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. They started out blazing hot, and yeah, they are very inconsistent. I agree. Um, Same way as last year. Yeah, year before that. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're all in agreement that Dallas will be victorious at home. That's another thing. Dallas is very good at home. So, you know, um, yeah. We all look for Jerry and his boys to keep things rolling. Moving it on along, Sunday night football. We have the Vikings traveling to discount double check <laughs> to face off against the Packers. I don't need much time. I'm going with discount double check. You guys concur with that? Agree. Yeah, I'm going with discount double check. Is uh, misinformation on the COVID-19. Um, mm-hmm. you know, giving his information on the Pat Mac. Beat show, you know, I'm going with him. All right, all right. We all think that Green Bay will stay hot and keep rolling over the Minnesota Vikings to end this week's 17 action up in the NFL. We go end it off with the Monday night football. We have the Pittsburgh, we have the Cleveland Browns traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. And I believe this is another game. The loser of this game is pretty much out of contention. Were you rolling in this game, Cal? Uh, you had to go to me first. Hmm. Uh, well, I'm going to kind of delve into it, man. Due to the loss that the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, were submitted to against our Chiefs, <laughs> I think uh, Tomlin – I don't know if you guys are in agreement with me, but I think Tomlin uh, may have lost the locker room at this point. I know Ben Roethlisberger is the star, and his quarterback play has been terrible. But on the coaching aspect, I think he kind of lost his locker room. Did you guys hear his press conference uh, mm-hmm. after the after the game and everything he said? I just think something's going on in house. Uh, that the players are not relating to him right now. So what? What, what I mean? What, what do you guys think? Am I am I reaching on that or? What did he say? I don't know what he said. Uh, it was saying that he had his team prepared pretty much to go into this game in the best of his abilities. He don't know. He don't know who this <laughs> football team is. It's not the team that he had got prepared for the week. Pretty much just throwing the blame on the team and not him. Oh. You know, when I heard that and seen that, I thought the same thing. Like, 
uh-oh, Mike Tomlin, you don't hear him really place the blame at the feet of his players. That was a good point that you struck on, Kyle. Um, I, I mean, to get taken behind the woodshed like that, I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, it's embarrassing. I mean, <laughs> What else could the man say? He's not out there playing, you know. He's out there coaching the best of his ability, trying to be a good teacher. But he's not out there lacing them up, things of that nature. But that was surprising. To I mean, the answer to your question, yeah, 50-50 ball with me uh, because you never hear um, MT really, like I said, place the blame at the feet of his soldiers like that. That was a first for me hearing MTs do that. Um, but I'm 50 50 with it. Yeah, he the locker room is going, you know, their playoff chances are slipping. Big Ben is a big old noodle in the pocket for that team that's really hindering that team. But 50 50 ball with me, man. I, yeah, I mean. What you think, Beats? Uh, Cal, uh, who you picking in this ball game? <laughs> uh, not the Steelers. Oh, okay. Beats, where are you going in this ball game? Yeah, uh, I think that big OP is going to show up too. Give me the Dookie Browns. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to. <sighs> At this point, Big Ben is just a noodle. I mean, Cleveland's defense is good enough to stop Najee Harris and to slow that offense down. It's on Monday Night Football. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Cleveland, too. I hate to say that, but that was just mm-hmm. – for Mike Tomlin to say that and then get embarrassed like that against the Chiefs, I mean, hey. You know, I'm gonna go with the Browns in this one. I usually stick with stick with my guy MT, but and he's at home, so don't be surprised if they do do something and pull it out their ass, get some life from them terrible towels swirling in the stands. Maybe that'd be something that they could live on. But nah, you guys heard it here, sports heads. We're all gonna go with Cleveland in this very much deciding playoff pitcher and division game between these two so um yeah there it is sports heads as i always say that's the that concludes our pick segment here at sports talk kc for week 17 action coming up in the nfl this weekend um as i always say the pink the picks are inked in dried up may the best man win And if you guys notice, I did not do the Chiefs in Cincinnati because I know we're going to get into that preview. So I just kind of let that game be because I know the stage is being set for the preview to come on up. Go ahead and take it on over, Cal. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and dive into it. Uh, The Chiefs are at the Cincinnati Bengals. This should be a pretty good game. Uh, Burroughs is playing pretty good football. 
So let's just dive into it, guys, and get some of your thoughts on this game. You know, uh, there was a time earlier in this season um, where this team was three and four, um, barely beat the Giants at home by three points. And now there is a time where the men are starting to separate themselves from the boys. (laughs) Okay. And we all know who the real men on the block is when it comes to this AFC. This game needs no introduction. The Chiefs know what's at stake for them. Don't worry about what Tennessee is going to do against Miami, things of that nature. You said it. This is a very good team in the Cincinnati Bengals. You have a prolific passer in Joe Burrow who just cut Baltimore up for 500 and something yards. I do not care whether they had Lamar Jackson or not. He did it late in this season. That is something that cannot be overlooked. T. Higgins is a very prolific catcher, a 50-50 jump ball type of guy. He's balling out. Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon do not need No introduction. This team has weapons, okay? And they are very well coached by this young man down there in Cincinnati. I forget his name, but he's doing a hell of a job. Zach Taylor, he's doing a hell of a job with this Cincinnati team, okay? Um, I'm going to just put this all in in one big ball real quick. The Chiefs went from broken, can't be fixed, can't figure out two deep safety mentality can't block Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes is not comfortable in the pocket you go from all that to being on top like Lou to say coming for that number one spot you're in that number one spot defense keep doing what you're doing because if there's one deficiency that these Cincinnati Bengals have they do not really protect Joe Burrow that well And that bodes badly for you having to play against a very deep Kansas City Chiefs defensive line that can put pressure on you. We will see if you have time in the pocket to complete those. By the way, Joe Burrow does lead the league with TD completions 20-plus yards of more with like 10 of them or something like that. He leads the league in that. But we'll see if you have the time for that stuff to develop downfield with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. And all these guys are back for the Kansas City Chiefs. TK's just steady licking his chops, ready to get back. So with all that being said, man, you've really separated yourself away from the boys in this moment. If you're the Kansas City Chiefs, stick with that notion. Um, you know, this is going to be a tough game. Um, uh, I'm gonna just put it like that. Um, I'm not gonna say tough, but this is a team that has some firepower that can quietly put some points up on the board. So stay grounded, stay humble defensively, do what you have to do, keep eating, get pressure on Burrow, make him feel the pressures of this game defensively back in guys do take care of your job tackle 
offensively. Do what you guys need to do. Don't worry about Kelsey being back and heel back, like Beats was saying. Do some of the stuff y'all did against Pittsburgh where that offense really looked good without Tyreek and Kelsey. Make them think, you know, and, hey, man, you know, you guys went out number one seed <laughs> that was looking oh so bleakish earlier in the first portion of this 2021 campaign. You're here. You control your own destiny. Sip the Kool-Aid. Just a little bit, put it back down, and know it's time to take care of business. Get the job done in Cincinnati against these Bengals Sunday at 12 noon. This is going to be a good one. Like I said, Zach Taylor is a very good young coach. Their defense is feisty, and they fly around. Not too many guys I know on their defense, but their defense is good enough. But – that's all I pretty much got in this game. The Chiefs keep doing what they have been doing thus far to this point. We will win a much needed big game in Cincinnati. That's all I got. I don't, I'm not looking forward to nothing. I'm just saying what this team needs to keep doing to keep striving for what they are striving for. That's all I got in this. Yeah, just to pick off where you left off, man. Um I, I believe you hit it right, the nail right on the uh, the hammer right on the nail. Sorry about that, sports heads. Um, mm-hmm. so for me, there's this is one key aspect to this game, and and Lee hit um, get pressure on your Burrow because their offensive line. I haven't necessarily watched them like that, but from little clips that I've seen here and there, especially like on Twitter or whatnot. Um, you can get pressure on him. And like, like Lee said, man, they like to throw the ball deep, especially if there's one-on-one um, chances, you know, against our guys and DBs and secondary. And those are long development plays to where you can get some pressure on Joe Burrow and te- not necessarily take your time, but it gives the line enough, especially with Chris Jones up the middle, wreaking havoc. Uh, I saw several plays where um, if – I believe it's their right guard that you can just toss to the side like a rag doll, and you'll have a uh, a gaping hole as big as four thirty five to get to Joe Burrow, and he'll he'll crumble. So I, I'm taking uh, Chris Jones is going to have a big day. He's gonna he's gonna have about three or four sacks. In this game. <coughs> and then also once you do get pressure on support Joe Burrow into some turnovers. So I, I, I'm I'm predicting, you know, two turnovers by the Kansas City Chiefs in the secondary. Um, and I'm not saying this to say that this game is going to be easy, but there's holes in this team's game, and it pretty much matches up to what Spagnuolo likes to do. He likes to get pressure with four and, you know, play man with his corner and have Tyron Matthew um, – man the middle with the robber stuff and play zone in the middle and read the quarterback's eyes and uh, attack the ball. So um, just stop the run with Joe Mix, and that's first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And then challenge those receivers on the outside. They may get theirs, but at least challenge them. And then the, the front four got to get home. And to mm-hmm. me, there's a ball game right there because to me on offense, like – 
like Lee said, and like I've been saying, build on what you did last week. Yes, you know, I know that Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey is going to be the main focal point, but get these other guys involved as well and get their head in the game as well and get their defense to think. Because from the games I have seen, um, you know, it's pretty much a back-and-forth thing. You can get your yards on these guys and, uh, you know, and things of that nature. So, to me, that's that, – to me – the key is on defense, man. Get pressure on Joe Burrow and contest those 50-50 balls downfield, and you'll win the game. What's your prediction? Is What's your uh, score in this ball game, Beats? Mm, give me – I know you're going with our Chiefs, but I just want you to score. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs. Uh, give me Chiefs 30. Uh, give me Chiefs 35. Bengals 24. I knew you was gonna say 24. I Cal. wanted to go 26, but I said that last week. Yeah. Cal? Mm. <coughs> oh, Um, like I said, we're all going to go with our Chiefs um, on the road here in Cincinnati. My score in this game, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. 27. 27 to 23. Oh, you got a close one. Yeah, um, last week, actually, and then uh, our, just to kind of go back over that, uh, our score and prediction last week, uh, Beats had it. Uh, what was the what was the score, our final, the final score, 36 to 10? Correct. Okay, yeah, Beats had it at 23-16. Cal had it at 17 to 13, and I had it at 27-13. So, oh. you know, just to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of go back over that. But yeah, I have it Chiefs 27 23. And I'm going to say this real quick and, and while we're on this game. I think it will be important for the Chiefs to take the ball, don't defer it. You win the toss, take the rock, go down. Put them 15 scripted plays on these boys and put the pressure on Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow right away. I understand they defer and get that ball at half, but this particular game, Burrow, you want to go man-to-man with Pat? Come on. I'm going to put you in a hole early. 7 nothing hole. Put the pressure on him early. 
defense because let's not get it twisted. The deepest position on this defense is the defensive line. They can Spags is just loving it, rotating these guys in and out, Warren and all these other guys. This is the deepest that the defensive line has been for the Kansas City Chiefs in quite some time. So X factor, you win a coin toss, go down and put up points on these boys early. And let Joe Burrow feel the heat early. Don't defer. Receive it. Take it down. Start it off right. That's my little X factor in this ball game. All right, all right, all right. Let's see what's going to happen 12 noon in uh, Cincinnati Chiefs versus the Bengals. And this is uh, the first time I was just gonna say this is you the said first the time. Cincinnati Chiefs versus the Bengals, nigga. Oh wow! <laughs> Cincinnati Chiefs versus the Bengals, guys. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to let that just fly over my fucking head real quick. Yeah. Like I didn't even hear it. But I'm gonna just <laughs> say this: this is the first time that the Cincinnati Bengals, in quite some time, have been in a massive implication. Implicating game life isn't the Chiefs' first time up this block, and that to me is a difference. And pay attention to what, pay attention if Zach Taylor gets cold feet trying to stare down Andy Reid across that field. Pay attention if he's starting, if he starts tap dancing and getting nervous himself and doing things unaccordingly. Because, like I said. Cincinnati has not been here. The Chiefs are well seasoned when it comes to the kind of games. Burrow, here goes your shot. First one against Pat Mahomes. Will you live up to it? We shall see. All right. And sports says you got to excuse me, man. I have started this new job, and it's long hours, and I'm trying to get my myself back on track as far as sleeping, and it's been kind of hard. So I do apologize. I have been off of it the last few weeks. But I will get adjusted to this schedule. It's just been kind of rough for 12-hour shifts. But uh, other than that, I apologize. I have been off here lately, man. But it's not it's an excuse, bro. Jeez. Uh, but anyway, we are going into a uh, new year. Uh, new Year's is coming. 2022. 2021 uh, sports heads, uh, sports talk KC. Uh, things didn't go. Uh, this is a little in-house stuff. I just wanted to speak on as as we had planned, but things are looking up. As in 2022, uh, I think a lot of things will be coming down the pipeline. I'm not going to really say much, but the things that we have said previous, uh, you will see some changes this year as far as what we're trying to do to better you guys' experience uh, with this show and the people that's been dedicated and have been uh, listening to us, we really do appreciate that. I know I haven't said it enough. Most of the guys say it all the time, but I have, you know, I've been really trying to, or we've been really trying to figure out what we can do. It's just things that happen throughout the year where we weren't able to do what we were trying to do. Uh, but I feel this year, uh, since all of our heads are finally on straight and, I'm finally with somewhere I want to be uh, as far as employment. That things will happen this year. But uh, other than that, we just want to say we appreciate you and, uh, for another year. 
for sticking around with us. Uh, it's been a fun year, up and downs, especially this year. Uh, but uh, I just want to say I appreciate you guys. You got anything else on that? Yeah, ditto to what you Yeah, yeah, ditto, ditto to what you said. Uh, like I said, I always try to extend, you know, the uh, shout-outs to everyone, to all our loyal listeners and things of that nature, everyone. You know, um, just having an input and, you know, just tuning in, tapping in, whether we're getting one and two new likes to the Sports Talk KC page every other day, you know, that's all that's all good traction, you know, uh, positive traction um, when it comes to Sports Talk KC. I mean, you couldn't have said it no better, big guy. Uh, you know, ditto to everything you said, man. And Happy New Year yep. to everybody, because like I said, this is our last show for the 2021 year. So, um, Happy New Year! And hey, I mean, I I know it's kind of over the place the 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 conclusion of the podcast tonight on this, but Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, Lee eighty six, you know, Radham Jones, Facebook, Instagram, Out Casey. <laughs> Those the handles. Uh, <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, I share the same sentiments as uh, my co-hosts here have uh, shared. You know, Happy New Year, sports heads. Uh, we greatly appreciate your uh, listenership and uh, spreading the podcast and just rocking with us because um, even though we, we love doing this, uh, we do it for you guys and hope that we provide some uh, some valuable content and, you know, for your laugh and entertainment and um, hopefully some type of knowledge on the game that we may provide. Um, and uh, like Lee said, uh, if you like what you hear, uh, you know, consider uh, liking, following on your uh, preferred podcast platforms. Uh, you can do the things, like I said, at the top of the show, as far as leaving reviews on Apple and now Spotify has that feature. Um, and then you can find us on at, the Sports Talk KC page on Facebook, um, Sports Talk KC. And just type, type that in and you can like the page. And then you can find me at DB1492. That's D-E-B-E-A-T-S-1492. That's all together on all your social media platforms such as Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and uh, TikTok. And uh, Lee, if they're, I mean, not Lee, you already said, you're, I'm so used to doing that. Kyle, if they're checking for you, where can they find you since you didn't get that part in on your little spill? Uh, the usual uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Calvia, uh, Sports Talk KC page. If you're checking for me or at the local deli or something like that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like I said, we just appreciate you guys and uh, keep rocking with us and Happy New Year. and. Uh, and that's about yeah. it for his head. Yeah, and, like just, and just to and just to kind of throw something uh for our brother Beats in there real quick, him and his lady. Uh, hopefully that um hopefully over the weekend before we start back up the next podcast, they are blessed with their little bundle of joy that they are anticipating come in the world any day now. So just extended prayers to brother Beats and his family on the arrival for his new bundle of joy for him and his family. So I just wanted to throw that out there to you, Brother B. You and yeah, your- I appreciate that. And just a little uh, update on that, since I did kind of spill that on the show last week that we were going in this past Tuesday and we're recording now. Well, we're back at home. Um, things didn't go as planned 
while we were at the hospital. I won't get into detail because I don't want to spill, spill my lady's uh, business like that, but just keep us in your thoughts and prayers. And uh, um, hopefully uh, baby girl will either come on her own or I guess we'll try this thing next Tuesday. <coughs> yeah, yeah. And our prayers are with y'all, man. Our prayers. I appreciate it, fella. I Every appreciate day it. Oh, no problem, man. All right, sports heads. With that being said, we are up out of here. Till then, we'll holler at you guys. Be See safe this week. New Year's. Peace. Yep. See you next year. We holler.